for all my people out there that got a job. another episode of free the black sheep i'm your host priyana the black sheep aka the black bachelorette because i don't want these niggas these niggas want me and we are joined by a special guest my friend jazz jasmine can you just you know say your name your full name and your instagram for people who don't know you all right yo what's going on everybody it's jasmine my name is jasmine barton uh my instagram is Gemini Jazz 9-1. So that's where y'all can find me on IG. Go ahead and look that up. Yeah, so we are going to be talking about non-traditional relationships today. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that this was a perfect guest to have on and you'll soon find out why. But how's everyone's week been? How, how have you been doing, Jazz? Oh, man, I just been I've actually been lucky enough to still be working through all of this mm-hmm. and I have to say my job can be pretty nice sometimes. I'd be on Netflix and YouTube and writing and reading and <laughs> we both yeah, we both looked at her like Yeah, that that, that literally fuck? happened. That was a physical reaction right there. Uh, um I do basic clerical work for some lawyers. Uh, but especially given the pandemic, there's more downtime. And so my you know, it's a, kinda like a waiting game here and there, but I have good times and this weekend I went to Mount Bonnell for my first time. It's gorgeous. Yes, I love it. It's you really, really pretty. Did you go hiking or what? What did you go for? No, we just went for for a bit just so I could see it. Uh, me and my partner walked up there and he showed me around. And I was like, dude, I'm trying to get in that water. I'm trying to get on a boat. I'm Wait, so y'all got in the water? Oh, I said, I want oh, to. That's oh, next time. Man. Like, I really want to. Um, and have you heard of the Velvet Taco? Yes, I went, but it, the you line did? was long and we didn't we didn't end up eating there. We, we ate across the street. It's on Domain, right? Okay, yeah, so that's actually the one I went to mm-hmm. because... Wait, did you go to the Wonder Bar? Yeah. Okay. I have I, my I have my issues with the Wonder Bar. I need, go okay, ahead. Well, I definitely need to come back to that. Okay. Um, so you haven't been to Wonder Bar? No. Okay. So like the red, the velvet taco, the red velvet, the I'm thinking about cake. So <laughs> That's what I think about every time I hear that. Yeah. I'm not even a cake person. Um, yeah. Austin has the most taco eating people. Yes. Wait, pause, because yes. we were just talking about how when you go to other states... They don't they have don't know what they are sometimes. <laughs> what are you doing? They like, what is a breakfast? What is a breakfast? <laughs> okay, look. What? That is crazy to me. I That's need a, a group text email, thing. A group text. Go ahead and get all your people because we're gonna learn something. Why? Today. They be Spanish. I'm mad. It makes me angry. Girl, it's it's upset me and my homegirls <laughs> for real. Like, <laughs> yeah. Definitely in Georgia. That was when I realized. Okay, y'all literally don't know what a breakfast taco is and that's still in the south and and it's not a thing anywhere else you know we might have found the niche we need to go open the taco chain girl yeah girl get it out taco i'm serious yeah so anyways guys uh speaking of your partner what we're going to be talking about this week is non-traditional relationships and you know last week's episode i basically came out uh, whatever that may be to anybody, because we have to put labels on anything. Anybody. And this week, right. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, you know, we've talked about conditioning and, and what it feels like to be a woman and having a certain, you know, lifestyle pushed on you. So 
talking about people in general, I wanted to talk about relationships and I wanted to talk about what it meant to be in a non-traditional one because everybody sees, you know, wedding goals, marriage goals, and that always kind of seems to follow the Bible or a certain, because even though laws are not supposed to be like based on the Bible, when you think about marriage, you always think about what's right by the Bible, men are head of the household. It's a natural thing. Like it becomes yeah. second nature rather mm-hmm. than a religious thing at that point. Exactly. Because we all know what traditional looks like to everybody. It's universal. It's some, like, not universal, but it, it's very widespread to where we think that that's uniform and it doesn't have to. Yeah. So we're scared to wear something different, which would be our own colors. Our Literally own what lifestyle. I was about to say. Yes. You, you, it's not even like about religion anymore. You get so caught up in what other people will think if you don't follow these to the yeah. point where you think that that's what you want. Yeah. Like I'm about to be 30 years old, finally figuring out that I may not ever get married. I'm That may not be for me. And that sounds Man. really unreal to hear from women. And that's why I wanted us as women to talk about this. Yeah. I've, I just, on top of that, with feeling that, that same exact way, I've talked to my mom recently about the fact that I've read that doctors won't tie my tubes right now. Like, I know you have kids and like, I I love kids. Mm -hmm. And at some point when I was younger, I was like, I want kids. And then I crossed this threshold or this, this experience or something to where I was like, I, maybe I don't, maybe I don't need them. Maybe somebody else will have them when I meet them or whatever the circumstance may be, but I don't see me hugging a child that came from within me. And I was, I, I began to accept that. Um, I will say meeting my current partner has made me reevaluate a lot of things in my life, including the children aspect. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that if it was available, I wouldn't go tomorrow. (laughs) I don't know yet. I'm very unsure, but it's crazy. Like to think about the fact that like people always ask, when are you going to have kids? Mm -hmm. Oh, you're getting old to women. You should think about always to to women. Men don't have that same no. stigma to be like, hey, mm-hmm. when are you getting married? When are you settling down? Where are your kids at? When are you going to be responsible? And it makes you feel like you are supposed to have children. Like, So I was I was going to say when you were saying that, like, I'm extremely proud of you. I want to say that. And I, I know there's a lot of women listening who feel that way. And that it's something they don't want to talk about because they know they may be shamed for saying, I don't want children. Because for women, it makes you feel heartless. It makes you feel like when people think of a woman, they think of you you're you think of someone who's going to bear children that's just what yeah. your job is so when you hear a woman doesn't want children i used to do it too I, you automatically think this person's selfish why you don't want children you're a selfish bitch what's wrong with you i think that we connect because on a good day when we're being positive we connect women with making the world go around with providing us with our children with Hello? our future and everything that has to do with life mm. in itself because without us we will stop being but that doesn't mean that we're not, we're like, we have so many people on this planet to where I'm not saying some of us got to go, but uh, some yeah. of us got to go somewhere. Yeah. We need to be more accepting of those that, that mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, live the traditional lifestyle. and think that we're just supposed to keep reproducing. Like that's our job. Our main goal at the end of the day as a woman is to bear children and be a good wife. <sighs> yeah. Mm, I don't agree. So I'm I'm proud of that. I want more women to hear that. Like I had children and I don't want any more. And in my last relationship, it was a big issue. I was like, what if I, because ne-? for me, I felt like if you love me, regardless, me not wanting children, why does that change everything? If I don't want children and I understand if someone does, but 
if you love me, why does me not wanting children change everything? But everyone has this idea in their head and it's like, this is specifically why I want to talk about other ways and other ways of living and people doing it differently yeah. so people can see. So I know because I've, I've known Jazz a long time that you've been in a relationship that may not have been traditional to people, to the to anyone seeing outside. Tell me tell me about that. All right. So I would say that, um, you know, I want to start by saying it's not like textbook um, open relationships. So it wasn't he could find a girlfriend or I could find a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the other person was looking for. Um, we actually started the relationship with him not being okay with the fact that I, not being okay with the fact that I was into women. It was more like, don't hook up with anybody while you're dating me. Didn't matter if it was male or female. Um, over time that was like, I want to be around if you do it. Um, so he started to give in. He started to say, "Yeah, you know, we got a couple years went by, and he was like, you know, if you are really into women, like if you want to do something." So I'm for the so for the first couple of years, it was monogamous. I'd say at least two. The okay, first two to three. Okay, it so it took some time. I'm not into that. Uh, I think it was getting comfortable with the new person and getting to know him. I can see a little bit more of the conservative side. I'm not saying conservative is the full on word for him. But he was a little bit more so than I am in my family and then just me on a personal level. So for sure. Um, so if you're saying he's conservative, how did that make you feel as a woman and who you were and knowing who you were? How did it make you feel knowing that the person you were with, you know, wasn't with the shits? Hell, at first I didn't know I was coming into this was me in high school. Mm -hmm. He caught me in my senior year. But. Over the last four years, my whole high school life, I was coming into who I was and accepting the the sexual side of myself mm -hmm. because, you know, there are people who fully have no interest. There are people that think it's what you do. There's people that are just like, there's there's a variety. And I can say I thoroughly enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So, like, me being there and realizing that somebody wasn't where I was made me feel like, okay, you're doing too much. Um, you need to reel this in. Why are you like I'm asking all these very personal questions Good and, for you. and blaming myself at oh, some point though. Okay. No, at first it was like I'm asking the questions, but I was like, he's not seeing this as uh, sexual, sexy, and attractive. And then it became an interest for him. Mm -hmm. So at first it wasn't that. Okay. And then it turned into, oh, I'm interested. Something for him. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, we did when we did it. It was fun, you know. We were young. It was my one of my first couple of times, and it happened. So only you would bring women in. He wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. But I would talk to him about it, and you know, show him things, and then be like, "Hey, you know, are you down? Are you interested?" Before ever being like, "Someone's at the door." Okay. For sure. Right. So I tried to definitely include him in all of that. So if you were given the opportunity to, you know, kind of explore within your relationship, why, you know, you're not with him anymore. What happened there? If you, if you feel like you got a non-traditional relationship, someone who was comfortable enough to let you, you know, explore your sexuality, what happened? So eventually after him saying that he was, you know, open to the idea, we decided to try something. We were living together at the time. I had just turned 21 him maybe 22 23 you know just a couple years older we tried um me talking to people and him talking to people but with the whole aspect of i'm gonna let you know you're gonna let me know we're gonna bring it together we're gonna see what happens 
that didn't end up working out because I felt like he wasn't bringing everything to the table. Um, but in the end of things to where me and him finally, like, why not stick with that when I had the opportunity, we just became toxic for each other. Um, we started off very young. Things outside of the relationship lifestyle are what took a toll on the relationship because mm -hmm. it wasn't necessarily the sexuality or the choices made behind that. Um, when it came to my personal sexuality, it was more of a, we were young, um, bad decisions were made on both sides. I do feel that, you know, I had my set of insecurities while he had decided to talk to people in a sense that I wasn't comfortable with. And that those things just collided. And I, the first time I tried to let him know that, I don't think I was heard. I think they fell upon, you know, very, very young ears mm -hmm. at the time. Deaf ears. They felt like I wasn't going anywhere. That person, this isn't that serious. It's okay. We're young. Mm -hmm. Because I ended up getting a statement years later when that person was 25, making me about 23. Mm -hmm. That they're 25 and they're not thinking about marriage right now. At that point, we've been together five, six years. Mm-hmm. You're grown together. Why are we too. arguing in this type of sense? Like it hurt me. I'll say that. Like not even to say why we're arguing like this. Like it hurt, and mm -hmm. I carried that for a while. Um, cool. Yeah. So we had we had to end up finding our way uh, to not be toxic to each other, and <laughs> that's okay. And um, you know, just like to grow, to learn, to self reflect, because without that, this would have been worse than just the hurt that you feel when you let someone you love go because mm. we had to do that. So if you um, were in such a open relationship and you're setting boundaries and you're telling each other what you can do, why do you believe that he was still doing other things without telling you? Like, what? I, you know, you're not him. You can't speak for him, but yes. from what you can take, because I want people who are trying this out to, to try to get through the jealousy and try to get through, through the secrets. What do you think, even if you have these options available, he would still be so secretive about? Shame? What does it come mm, from? I think that some of it came from, you know, youth, young age. But I think that it was like living that fantasy and trying to have your cake and eat it too. Mm. That he had me. He had me knowing that I like women. He had me knowing that at some point I gave him the opportunity to talk to them without me breathing down his throat or down mm. his neck, you know, whatever. Um but he didn't know how to fully communicate those sides, whether he thought that I would get mad or like that I was just lying to be like, hey, like a test. Like I'm like testing you to see mm. if you're going to talk to these women or not okay. without me. When he didn't know that wasn't the circumstance, you chose to continue living or doing those things in that way. And I found out and I'm just like, that wasn't what we talked about mm -hmm. because this is something that is sensitive not only is it just intimate, but it actually has very real health issues. So, like, we should talk about these things. Hello. Yes. So, That's. But I think it was very much fantasy at that point rather than, like, let me put in the work to do the harder parts. Okay. So, even with everything you went through, what was your favorite thing about being in a non-traditional relationship? Even if you wouldn't choose to go back there. What did you enjoy about it? Um, there was just, I, 
Oh, man, it's crazy. Because like to say I had it at that point in time, it was still different. It was slight. I say slightly because it's more so now, but slightly freeing. Um, I can come back to that because slightly more so now is not even the same thing. Um, I just liked being able to express myself and explore myself as I was growing up because uh, we we did start this at a young age and it allowed me to have the comfort of having somebody I knew and that I loved around while I experienced a different part of me that was unfamiliar. Um, but as I got gotten older, um, living the lifestyle like that has its own different types of uh, temptations or things that make you want to draw to it because I feel like temptations have a bad connotation to them. But uh, there's yeah. a you know right. Mm-hmm. It seems like something that's wrong. Like you're yeah, supposed to do. like so, you're tempted and you shouldn't be. Yeah, but it's not. It's I not even you. that. I guess that's a part of that conditioning that just seeps in that you don't <sighs> even realize it's so mm-hmm. in your unconscious mind. Yes, um, that this is not right. Yeah, yeah, because we don't have to feel that way. We're supposed to be able to be who we are and enjoy what we like and then find that person that can ignite yeah. that fire or it could be people mm-hmm. because you might have different things. There's there's nothing wrong with loving more than one person. It's not for everybody. I'm not sitting here saying that that's for me or not for me. It's for me. You know? Hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, shit, you know? Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, see, that's why we can't. I can't. I know. Bitch, don't play with me. So, <laughs> like, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong because I've seen success where I've seen failure in the norm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's like, why, why are we boom. gonna sit here and try to battle these two out whenever all you literally have to do is slide into your category, like slide to where you feel comfortable and quit talking about everybody, everyone else. else. That's it. And I feel like the older we get, a lot of these non-traditional relationships are a lot healthier than the norms. Like people who are so open and can talk about because people in the normal relationship still have these desires. I'm sorry, they do. A lot of people are still cheating. They still have these desires, but they're not willing to let the other person explore it or they're not willing to own up to their shame yeah. or quote unquote shame that they just keep hiding from it. So it's like some of these non-traditional relationships, they last longer. They're more healthier. These people are thriving and we're seeing divorces in the norms. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think it's like expectation too. Yes. Because like there's certain, it's weird because as people, we only visualize the audio of certain words. So for us to say like, Oh, um, you know, like that's not the norm. These are expectations. We have expectations for monogamous relationships where, People on the outside looking in don't have those expectations of mm-hmm. the non-traditional, and that's why they have them. Is because they're like, well, aren't the, you can hear it in the questions they ask? Aren't y'all this? Don't y'all do that? Right. That question lets me know that you don't think or haven't seen or can't believe mm. that this is possible. Yeah. I'm not saying that you won't hear it because that's not everybody. That's why some people ask. But I feel like a lot of people are so quick to turn around and like 
just district. They're not even hearing what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for yes. you to answer so that I can give you my response. And tell you why this is not okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's not it. Yeah. That that's a lot of it. my family members. So, they're like, do tell so I can you know, bring the Bible yeah. out to show you where you they're got still, me fucked like, up. They're not listening. They're just swiping. They're just- <laughs> One second. One second. Because I got a Jacob's 1829 you know, for that. Let me stop this. They don't come for me. Is Jacob even in the I'm going to hold your hand. No, you all right. We're going to burn you. <laughs> oh, yo, <laughs> for real, <laughs> man, you are not you're not alone. I tell you that. Yeah. Okay. You know? So, <laughs> you you chose to be single for a second, just establishing like your independence and who you are. Like in the times where you were alone or you were quote unquote single, what was your favorite part about that? About not being in a relationship anymore. Yeah. Um, so since the last experience that I had was very intricate, um, I made a lot of very poor decisions where there were more than myself involved and more than one other person involved. I do feel that all of us played a part. We all could have played a better part. But me taking full responsibility for myself, mm. I feel like I spearheaded every single part of what happened. So I definitely could have done a better job handling the tough situations within all aspects of any relationship with any person that I had to deal with and I didn't. It's it's crazy to hold a mirror to yourself and realize that for years you did not value yourself. Mm-hmm. That each time you interacted with somebody for a certain reason to feel valued that afterwards you felt less valued Mm -hmm. I lost a lot of respect for myself and I lost a lot of self-worth over every single conversation with certain people that I had and I because in the moment I felt power I knew that as a woman I could be sexualized Mm -hmm. I knew that this person would look at me a certain way or Mm -hmm. give me a certain attention that I didn't have at that moment, not because I didn't have it at all, mm-hmm. but because I didn't have it at that moment. <clears throat> and it hurts when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I I see you. And you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to be that person. And now that you're making that change, there's some people that are like just all the way. I'm, I'm behind you. I root for you. I know you're making it. You have the people in the middle just like, good job, and we'll see. Then you have the people that you really hurt or that either you really hurt or you don't, they don't know you as well to be, to care. And they're just like, you know, yeah, you said that. We'll see. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. But regardless of those three aspects, I have myself looking at myself, and that was a whole process that I'm still dealing with. So it's it's very emotional, but it's, it's really good. I feel like coming out on the other side of this is going to be a whole story within itself. So I hope everybody continues to make the tough decisions, make the ones that seem really hard in the moment that hurt you sometimes maybe the most, because if you know when you're thinking logically that they are correct, I've tried to hold on to every sentimental moment that does not benefit me today or the path that I'm trying to go on right now. And it does nothing but hold you back because you make the same painful decisions over and over again. Mm -hmm. So you got to get away from that. Bitch, you better talk. (laughs) 
<laughs> you better preach to these people. That's a word right there, y'all, so. for real. I'm a Leo, so I feel like I'm an attention whore. Like, I love attention. So I think I've gotten into a lot of relationships for the attention. It's like yeah. they make you feel a certain type of way. You're already not feeling worthy. So you can carry that attention to a whole ass relationship that you don't even really want. You just want to feel good for whatever moment that is. So... What I love about being single is you get the chance to figure out who you really are and in challenging yourself to become who you're supposed to be, then you can find a person that matches that, you know, like when, when you're, when you've been in a relationship or you hop relationship to relationship for so long, like you're just going off of what makes you feel good. You're not going off of what you really need. And I think that's why so many men are just able to be with women because Women just want to be in a relationship sometimes. Like we yeah, just don't feel worthy yeah. in this world. So it's you, it's it's huge to be single. I want women to listen to this and know that you can be single. I have two kids and I'm good. Like I'm I'm single and my daughter is so supportive of me being single because she wants me to be my whole my whole self. So yeah. you don't have to create this family image or whatever society tells you, especially when it's very unhealthy. Like figure out who you are and whenever you take that time and really get to get to know yourself then whoever you find you'll make sure that they match that because you know who you are and you're like yeah. i ain't changing for nobody exactly because you find somebody that's on your wave that's just you know giving you all the vibes that you're trying to put out there mm-hmm. and um something i know that we had talked to each other about you know when it comes to these things when it comes to a monogamous or traditional relationship and the things that they choose to wipe off the board whenever the word non-traditional comes up or anything that doesn't fit their comfort zone. It's like, why would you take that off the table? You know, if you have communication with people who want to talk to you and then you have the the people who are listening, like effective listening, you need those to go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to be having a conversation with an open mind but you need to stand your ground. Listen to your partner and take in what you can. If you can sacrifice comfortably, cool. If you need to say no, you need to be comfortable enough to say no, that you're not okay with that. Stand firm. You know, very. Mm-hmm. And then if you, check-in should happen often. Once a month, once every two weeks, whatever works for you and your partner. But because whatever you might have agreed to two weeks ago, a month ago, you might have experienced it, and then that wasn't it. You didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You need some changes. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to do it again, but do it differently. Whatever it is, maybe you never want to do it again. You need to be able to say that. And you don't need to feel like, I can't bring this up. When do I bring this up? How do I tell them? You should automatically start to have these check-ins, even in a healthy quote unquote yes. regular everyone thinks confrontation has to be a i mean everything is confrontation yeah. or aggressive like a conversation it be a talk a debate mm-hmm. you might be on op- opposing sides like right. it's not an argument this is, we we're doing this together this, whenever yeah. we stop listening to each other and we're just yelling and we're both yelling that's an argument mm-hmm. but if i'm gonna listen to you and maybe it gets a little heated but if i'm seriously making a conscious decision to listen to you and then try to as best I can explain my side without being defensive, just not listening and defending my point, we can have a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's not an argument. It's been one of my biggest things because it doesn't have to be that. That's why we shut down and we're like, I don't want to argue. No, I'm not going to argue with you. 
I'm not trying to argue with you, but we should talk about this. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is, if I feel the need, then that's why we're doing this. That's why you're mad. Mm -hmm. If you're not mad, then like maybe it was something we could have brushed exactly. off. But then again, maybe People are we should so talk defensive. about those too. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's you just got to know. I think people get really um, intimidated by boundaries because they feel like, I don't know, whatever the, the fuck that they feel like, but... I think that boundaries are important because, oh, they feel like it's work. They feel like having boundaries and doing all this, this is work. Um, having a relationship that's fucked up is way more work than anything else. Man, so totally. set these boundaries because you can set boundaries out of love. I yes. was talking to one of my friends. Shout out to you, Jen, because she's so evolved. And she was saying, she was telling me to stand up for myself more. She's like, y you think that you're going to cause conflict by standing up for yourself and having these talks, but... You're going to cause way more issues if you don't say anything. And it just, yeah. it gets crazy. Like you're having these talks with people because you love them. Like I'm telling you, this is a boundary because I love you. And I want you to know that if yes. this goes left or you go here, this is over for us. So I love you enough to set these boundaries. These bound, bound Let's change the way we think about boundaries because boundaries are our fucking friends. Like Very my much. side piece all the time. Yeah, Man. keep them like, with you. For yeah. real, because like you have like, okay, so there's the boundaries where you're like, I have this red tape, like here we go, like let me just show you this. It's not I'm saying that you, I think you're going to do it, that you have done it. Let me show Jesus you. Word. Let me show you mine. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I'm always like, please show me yours. What's that for you? And then you have like, okay, there's that oh goodness that is so wild man what nothing just that you said all of that because i'm just like i was right there i know yo because some <laughs> of the things you're saying right now is blowing my mind like i know we low-key talked about this but high key right now i'm just like uh this is what i be talking about this is what i be saying like i i'm shocked that you're agreeing with me this much um we didn't even talk about how we actually met i was we were talking about it earlier but <laughs> i forgot to say it at the beginning like I met Jazz in a place in my life where, like, I was curious and I knew that, like, I was maybe bi or whatever, but <laughs> it was so hidden and the South is so oh, goddamn whatever man. it is that, you know, I wasn't talking about it. So I went I into knew. my <laughs> my neighborhood <laughs> HEV and she worked there. I didn't know she seen me, though, before where we actually talked. Because we that. might not have talked the first time I saw you. I, I went know. in there you a lot. You told me about it, though, eventually, I think. But, like, I don't ever remember seeing you. It's just, okay, that so you sounds didn't. so bad. That's funny. Okay, well, regardless of you, I thought you did because of what I'm about to say later. But mm -hmm. I saw her at HEB, and she actually... Hey, Mariah! <laughs> My roommate just came <laughs> in, guys. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, <gasps> I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry to hear that. Okay. <laughs> um, I met her at HEB because, um, oh, okay. So I met Jazz at HEB <laughs> and she worked, I think in like a deli or the. Okay. No. So at first I worked as a cashier. I did supervise the front end, but I, I did you. work in the deli. The deli. So I did deli. work in the deli. I just didn't want to be like, I worked in the deli. No. Most of my time was on the front end. Okay. So I just happened to see her this one time. She looks so good. And I was like low key peeping <laughs> on her, but I was like, I went through like a couple aisles. Cause I was like, this bitch, she looks so good. And I saw that she had a wristband 
wristband and it had a it was like rainbow wristband and it was uh, at the time where wristbands were everything you remember <laughs> yes. wristband literally you stated cool who you, you were many, yeah like, you it really would say to, everything like, you were on your wristband and they were nothing bro like nothing no. at all. Like, nothing they didn't mean shit you remember the, the balance shit? for like a dollar the, i know they had like 60 dollar wristbands that would balance your whole stop anyway so but she yes, had a rainbow one tell y'all about the rainbow one though so I'm at work. I'm working at HEB. I'm cashiering. And so, like, this chick comes through. She's she's kind of like a stud. Not really my type. I like feminine women. Me too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Life. But she was cool. She made cool conversation, which you don't always get being at the cash register. Um, yeah, she had dope. this. <laughs> for real. Then mm-hmm. the HEB I worked at. Oh, shit, Bitch, yeah. They, they, I get some strange Heavy. customers. Yeah. All the time. Uh-huh. Day and night. I, from supervising early in the morning to late at night. But um, so I'm working the register. She comes through, and I realize that she has this rainbow bracelet on. And um, I want it. I think I had a plain gray nothing black Ain't bracelet. Shit one. From, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> from wherever, who knows where. And I'm like, I'm finna get that. So she was like making her little comments, and I knew I'm not, I trust me, if you ever met me, I'm not conceited or stuck up in the slightest way. But I knew she was feeling me. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I was like, man, like, I really like that bracelet. <laughs> and I, I'll trade you so that you have my bracelet and I have yours on some cute shit, bro. That ain't even me. <laughs> <laughs> to get your number? Man, no, just oh. I want to trade her bracelets. Mine for hers. Oh, your gray one? Oh my my little gray ain't, <laughs> ain't shit bracelet. She's like, yeah. Here you go. So, yeah, she's like, you know, I have to go get this thing from the aisle, whatever she was. I forgot. Was some little frozen something. I'm going to walk with you. We go get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that and I traded her bracelets. And then I, I was like, I'm going to keep mine. Because I was like, I, I can't be out here telling my customers, hey, you fine? I'm gay. You gay? Uh, I'm scared hello? of groceries. You like, low-key nah, did it to I, me I, on the coup see, look, <laughs> with the bracelet. That's so what I'm saying. So notice the bracelet. Yes. I'm going to get the bracelet or some little rainbow something. That was a whole it. setup for what happened to that, me. I think it might have been. She set me the hmm. fuck up. Uh, let's That's crazy. The, let's talk to the whole existential system out here. They That's set it up. crazy. But she did also <laughs> slide in my DMs after that. Okay. Was okay. It was it me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You it might have been. I'm working on my aggression. I'll be Yo, you, know you wrote me and I was hey. like, oh my gosh, she must have saw me at HEB. I was so fine. You it's didn't possible. even see me. You don't <laughs> know. I might have. I might just be forgetful. It was like right the now. same week. Long, hey, that was a long time ago. Girl. I'm saying I don't remember right now. So that's how me and Jazz met. So. <laughs> I hope y'all go to her Instagram and follow her because <laughs> you will see what I see. Mm-mm. So, anyway. It's going to get better. We got more stuff coming. But yeah. I don't know. It, it's good, girl. So. Thank you for coming at, coming all the way out here to, I don't know if I should say my city, but you I've know, been saying okay. it anyway. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> to Buda and drinking with me and, and talking about that because I, I really think it's important for women to see that there's other options because we losing yeah. right now. We are losing thinking that we're supposed to be in these traditional ass relationships that a lot of us are no. dying in. I'll say that like I have been lucky enough to have parents that from a young age I love um, your mama. have always accepted me for who I am. I can talk about how the things I like or the things I don't like, the people I like, the people I don't like, male or female, whether or not that's what I'm bringing, bringing home for them, quote unquote. And my mom has always been there. My dad has always been there. Like, if they love you, I love you. 
they put their hands on you, I'm putting my hands on them. Mm. <laughs> that type of shit. It mm-hmm. don't even matter. Like, That's you real. being a man or a woman is completely irrelevant They're gonna at ride. that point. You know, it's like, you want to come over for dinner? All right, I hope you plan for this family outing. Yeah, right? they graciously accepted crazy, me. But they love people. They do. Girl, the so. dogs even love me because you had a crazy dog. And okay, one yeah, them. see, people think he's a beast. I bet that's my baby grandpa. He loved me. He's an old ass pit bull. He's not nice, but he's. He liked me. Him. He was chill, girl. <laughs> I think you're the only person that will ever say that. To be for honest. real? Oh, yeah. He was, at first, he was crazy. Wifey said that Lila was mm-hmm. like, no, I don't go over there because of Zeus. Now, he's bit people a couple times on the ass, on the hands, on the arm. Zeus is, he's not the nicest, but he's like a big baby. I mean, Zeus with a name like that. (laughs) Girl, I had to, because I mentioned wifey and we talking about sexuality. I was like talking to this girl once and I was like, add me on um, Instagram. And so she did and she ended up messaging me and she was like, are you married? I was like, oh my God. Wifey is my best friend from mm-hmm. high school who lives at home with her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, it's so funny, though. I was like, I get it. I yeah, get it. of course. Yeah. Like, are you married? I've I never been asked. I was like, hold on. <laughs> I didn't even know. I'd be like, it's none of my business. You know, like, hold on. What, what did you say? <laughs> nah, no, no. But no, I was like, no, man. Calm down. Um, well, thank you for coming out, Jazz, and talking about this whole segment and being as transparent as real as you always are like y'all she's always like this she's so dope um so uh, tell everybody your um instagram name and games again so you can follow them y'all i took a shot i had a <laughs> you know, I might have come over here and brought her a few drinks y'all i'm supposed to drive her home i'm like what? okay wait, you bitch what <laughs> we, we, you know what i'm saying we we'll, we'll find a we're way. gonna take a second so um, um but yeah, so on Instagram, you can find me at Gemini Jazz 91 I will be getting ready to get my podcast up and running. So it'll be an organized mess with the underscore yes. on Instagram. That page is up, but there's nothing ready right now while I'm getting the logo art done. Say it again. What is it? An organized mess. So A-N-O-R. I shouldn't do this while I've been drinking. O R G. I in organ 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 G I N. Wait, I have to write what it down. Listen to that again so y'all can get it together. Because uh, cut that out, Cesar. Okay, we ain't gonna look like make me look stupid. I'm just kidding. I need that. (laughs) Anyways, y'all, I love you so much. I love you too. All right, guys, we'll be back after these. Nothing. I guess we pay bills. We're back, guys, and I am so excited to bring you guys my Black Sheep of the Week. My Black Sheep of the Week is Stacey Abrams. Oh, my God. Why have I not this whole episode talked about the fact that we had the fucking election? <laughs> what have you done this week? I don't know. What have you done this week? What the fuck? Life has literally changed I, since last man. week. What the fuck? I think that we were hearing it so much. Yeah, like, it's overplayed. Like, yeah. It's like overkill at this I'm point. I'm not saying that us talk, like, we should definitely talk. Acknowledge it. Yeah, we have to. Yes, bitch. Yes. 
we did that. Mm. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trumpers. Fuck my neighbors. Cause you fuck know? them. And power yeah. to the people. We don't give a fuck about Biden's all right. But we, I fuck yeah. with Kamala Harris. I fuck with the fact that dumb. Trump's gone. Uh, exactly. Thank you. You just have to acknowledge it is what it is. It, it is what it is. We taking a step. And my black sheep of the week is Stacey Abrams because she single-handedly, not single-handedly because there was a lot of hands, but she start, single-handedly started the movement to turn Georgia blue. And I know y'all think it happened overnight, but she's been doing this shit for a decade. Black women have been putting in the work. Black women have been behind the scenes of everything working they're the backbone of the fucking democracy yes ma'am making sure that this shit is happening i'm not just saying this because i'm a black woman i'm saying we've been doing this shit we've been talking about this we've been experiencing this we we do this like you know it (laughs) yo so shout out to you stacy abrams because i am so fucking proud to look up and see you i'm so fucking proud Mm -hmm. to look up and see kamala harris i'm just so fucking proud to be a black woman and it be acknowledged by other people that it's okay and it's something to be fucking proud of so i'm i'm just so ecstatic i don't know why we didn't talk about it but we happy (laughs) i said it last episode i spoke into the existence i actually went to like a get together and i was like you know i feel like biden's gonna take it but i just know trump them cheese so much that i feel like maybe they got it and they were like don't ever say that again from this point on are you gonna say is that biden's gonna win and we ain't saying shit else and it worked but also i think i'm a witch but anyways oh no for sure for sure we are we we are that it is casting girl anyways so Shout out to you, Stacey Abrams. I, I swear, I'm so proud of black us this week. Of the week, but black sheep of the week, hey, black sheep of the week. As <laughs> fuck, party favors everyone. Um, masturbate because <laughs> I think that I forgot to say last week. But speaking of last night, I was masturbating and my uh vibrator broke for good no no like in no. the middle <laughs> no, no it's done oh. like it would be to the point where i could knock it against my hand and it would come back on yeah and it's done no, yo man. it was the worst feeling ever because i was That's at that point that. i had to use my hand i've never came off my okay. hand are you serious ever okay okay never okay. so so that's so funny because like i get i've had i had one or one maybe vibrator in my life maybe one or two and it's like, I'm not, I don't like penetration. If, if it's done by me or any not man, um, I like men to be masculine. So mm-hmm. when it comes to any other thing, me doing myself for me with women. Well, I do the thing happen. that just vibrates. I don't, no. I don't do penetration. But I, I've, I have not, I've always used my hand. So I'll be catching cramps How? sometimes, bro. Like, That's what happened I'll be to me. Like, okay, I'll be like, I'm like, baby, I'm finna go catch a cramp. Yo, I literally like, caught a really? cramp. Like, yes. Hey, I'm trying to get this out of like, here. I got arthritis, girl. <laughs> For real. Nah. This happened to me last night. I cannot believe you're saying this right now. I mean, see, again, I got to watch myself. Girl. Can't be on here with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for real. So anyways, uh, my cash app is. <laughs> I don't you know even know it. Uh, I don't even know it. <laughs> non-existent. Because uh, I need to buy ATX. another one, y'all, and I'm broke. <laughs> But anyways, Bro. I'm upset about that, but still masturbate. I guess you got your hand if you ain't got nothing masturbate, else. Masturbate, roll a blunt, live your life, be you. Be like, you. Be all free. The way. Right. If you got to take some uh, some gasoline draws, what? Like, I would like them. Gasoline draws? I mean, if we go into that fake hell, 
Live your life. Oh, okay, yeah. Be you. Fire crush. I mean, don't worry just, about yeah. what else anybody else is saying. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about what anybody else is saying. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, I mean, idea. I've been different <laughs> since birth. So at the, at this point, I can only just do whatever I want to do. Yeah, like, I, a, me and my sisters and my cousin, we were like, so what type of draw y'all think the devil got? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because clearly he, we he the heathen to the, the world. Or he going to have some doo-doo because he's Girl. the devil who want to fuck us. Girl. Like, I'm going to come up my own shit because I don't I don't want him playing games. I live amongst <laughs> my demons, bitch. I live amongst them. You feel me? At this point, I feel you. So. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> that was this episode of Breathe the Black Sheep, which was a really good one. Really? <laughs> I'm proud of this. <laughs> I'll see you guys next time. Peace.